You're listening to the Collective Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website, thecollectivechurch.co.za. Good morning, beautiful Collective Church family. Hey everyone, it is wonderful to be outside filming this morning. The weather is just beautiful. What a beautiful city we live in. We love you, Johannesburg. Yeah. <laughs> We wanted to start this morning by just encouraging you to celebrate. I mean, there is so much that we have uh, the privilege of being thankful for, and it's a day of celebration. And so I just wanted to encourage the whole community just to to find the joy of Jesus deep Mm. down. Um, I just had a sense this morning of just such a a bubbling up of joy. And I just wanted to impart that, just the sense of joy over the community. And why do we get to be filled with joy? It's all because of Jesus. Mm. It's only because of Jesus. And so that's why we get to celebrate in all seasons. And, you know, Ephesians 1 talks about how we've been given every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. And that's been lavished upon us. And um, because it's a gift from the Father. And it goes on in the Passion to say that is why we celebrate him with all of our hearts. We so celebrate this morning and we can have a bubbling up joy because Jesus is within us. Yeah. And um, I love this. I'm just going to be reading from the Passion today. Um, but go and read all of your other um, versions of, of Scripture. We really encourage that. It says in Romans 15 verse 13, Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him and may the power of the spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope isn't that beautiful we get the ability to radiate with hope as this this uncontainable joy bursts from within us and you know you might be saying great rob you having a good day yes i am having a good day um but you know philippians talks about this being a joy for all seasons of life yeah Yeah. we're going through tough stuff at the moment we've got our manufacturing business our sign business that's on the ropes will it be around in a month yeah it's really not clear right we're going through a very difficult time at the moment but yet in all seasons, we get to experience this bubbling up uncontrollable joy. And so let me read Philippians 4, verse 4. Be cheerful with mm. joyous celebration in every season of life. Mm. Let joy overflow. Why? For you are united with the anointed one. Wow. Friends, as I said <laughs> earlier, it's the only reason why we get to uh, celebrate with all of our hearts because we are united with the anointed one. Mm. Now, the Father also promises. You say, okay, well, that's great. And it, it needs to be everything. But if you're looking for answers, our wonderful, beautiful Heavenly Father says, we'll give you that as well. Yeah. It goes on to say, verse 6, don't be pulled in different directions. Okay, that's your anchor point in Jesus. Now, don't so be pulled mm. in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, mm. offering your faithful requests to, before God so with overflowing gratitude. Mm. Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make known the answers to you through Jesus Christ. 
right? Excuse the helicopter in the background. <laughs> Might be a hardy die just now. Yeah, exactly. The joys of filming outside. Um, so it's because of Jesus, friends, this morning that we can have this bubbling up joy. So I'm trusting even in the time that we, we share now and in the worship time afterwards, and if you get together, I know some of you are getting together today to pray, that there would just be the sense of Jesus bubbling up inside yeah. of you. It's so good. I, I just want to encourage us as a community that I feel the Holy Spirit's whisper inside of my heart to say well done to us, well done from the Father. I think um, 2018, 2019, 2020, the years that we've journeyed together has been a time of learning to surrender everything. Um, we have laid down the hustle, we've laid down self-reliance, we've laid down control. Mm. And it's been a season of surrendering and trusting and full dependence on the Lord. And I just feel the Father's delight in that. It is such a good place to be when He's our only option, when He's everything to us, when we're fully dependent on Him. And I really just want to say in the Holy Spirit, well done, community, mm. well done, collective yeah. church. Um, and so as we look back on the years that we've shared together up until this point, we haven't even able to be able to get together and, and gather for the last five or six months. But as I look at our journey together over the years, um, I feel the Holy Spirit is weaving all the different parts of our individual lives and our lives as a community into what He has for us in the future. And um, the bad things, He works for our good. The good things, He weaves as an eternal thread into everything that He's doing mm. in, into the days ahead. And so let's look together at the new season. From the very beginning, we've been a community that has said where the Holy Spirit leads, we will go. Where you go, I go, Holy Spirit. And even from the day that we started, the 6th of May, it was a date given to someone in a dream. And that's why we started our first meeting on the 6th of May. And the leaders have gathered always wanting to hear the Spirit being led by peace. Sometimes there's a dream. Sometimes there's a, a word that comes through in a prayer time. And we've led uh, he's led and we have followed his lead. And so that's how we go ahead mm. into the new season as well, following as he unfolds his plans ahead for us in the next days and weeks. So we just ask that you uh, track with us this morning. This 2020 season has had its obvious challenges um, economically, uh, relationally, but of course for the church as well, not being able to gather as usual. But it also is an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to develop something of what we have been longing for. And so there's two things that we want to highlight um, this morning. The first one is there's definitely a renewed understanding of the power and the beauty and the importance of small gatherings mm. where one or two or 10 or 15 are gathered in his name there he is and we want to speak about that a little bit later and um, just unpacking what that looks like in the season ahead. And then secondly, there's a deepening in the Lord, in the body of Christ. There is a renewed dependency on him and a longing for him. And I think we realize that we're one church, part of a body all over the world. And there's the sense of the Lord is awakening his body. He's mm. awakening his people. There's yeah. a sense of an expectation of revival, a, a filling and outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to encourage us that it, it's not from a distant heaven, like a, a, a faraway heaven that we're waiting for revival to come. Actually, the Holy Spirit is within mm. each of us and upon our lives. And it's from our hearts as we wake up to the groan and the longing of the Holy Spirit, the longing of the Father for this planet. 
as our heart wakes up to that. Mm. Um, the Holy Spirit brings revival through us, through our lives, through our communities. And so I want to read Psalm 24, verse 7. Awake, wake up, you living gateways. That is you and me. We are the living gateways. We are the doors between heaven and earth. And, and heaven is going to come through us, living gateways. Mm. Lift up your heads, you ageless doors of destiny. Your life is a door of destiny. Welcome the King of glory, for he is about to come through you. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, we good. just want the Holy Spirit to stir in your hearts. There's a longing in his heart mm. for what he wants to do in the new season. And that is affecting our hearts. There's a groan inside of us, a longing for everything that he wants to mm. do. And so I want to encourage you. Rob and I spoke a week or two back about Song of Songs 2, where the Holy Spirit says, Awake, my beloved, come with me. Mm. I want to draw you to my heart and lead mm. you out. Guys, won't you go and meditate on that this week? He is drawing us to himself and he is leading us out. He is waking us up to what he has for us in the future. Baby, do you want to just talk a little bit about your your sense of, of what God is doing in awakening and your longing for something of revival? Yeah, I think we're really wanting to stir up a passion inside of uh, you this morning as we stir up a passion inside of us. Yeah. You know, we were just talking the other day about uh, the fact that when we met, um, as teens, it was during the the outpouring of um, at Toronto, Toronto. Mm -hmm. and I mean, we just I remember the the weekend that we met at a um, a youth camp, and I still remember the song that was playing, "Mercy is Falling is Falling," mm -hmm. um, and just as we were singing that, "Mercy is Falling is Falling," it just started to rain. I mean, yeah. there were literally signs and wonders. It wasn't a, just a normal rain because it wasn't a rainy day. It was a crazy time of and the outpouring of, of the spirit oh, in that meeting. Yeah. It was just, I mean, I think it, it's the thing that has sealed us and kept us um, longing for more. Because mm -hmm. when you taste of his goodness in such a deep way, uh, you wrecked for life, right? And I mean, we've been experiencing wonderful, wonderful things as a community. Um, just even before this community got birthed, there's just been a wonderful sense of the developing of what the Lord's doing. But mm. I think wherever you go, there's people say there's more, right? Yeah. Yes, there is a, a, a sense of contentment and there needs to be. Uh, it's not a carrot out there, revival, one day when, and we've never achieved it and it's something elusive. No, it's, it's for us and it's for today. Um, but just the, a sense that there is more, right? Mm. Contentment, but there's more. This is an ever-increasing kingdom that we are part of. Yeah. And so I just think wherever you look, there's a groaning. I mean, even in the earth, you know, the, the word says there's a groaning. The earth groans for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. Uh, there's a discontentment in the earth today. There's, a, there's pain, there's agony, there's groaning. And, and even within the church, there's a groan of, oh, Father, come. Come in your power. Yeah. Come, come in a deeper measure. Um, so there's a sense of groaning at the moment. And... Um, it just feels like it's increasing, almost like there's these mm. thunder clouds that are getting darker and darker, heavier and heavier with rain to be poured out. Yeah. Even as we're experiencing rain and, you know, even now just feeling the tangible presence of, of Jesus, yet there's, a, there's more coming. Yeah. And so we're wanting to stir that up. There was even a prophetic word in the early months, I think the August after we started in May 2018, just saying mm. that the collective church would be that. It's like a growing 
thundercloud, a growing storm of the presence of God. That's what we're feeling. We're feeling that word coming to life. And it's been over the last two years. And yeah. there's even more of a longing right now in this moment that this storm cloud grows and then it bursts yeah. in our community. But it's going to be something bigger than what we can contain and going to mm. uh, you know, spread out much further than our community. And so I think... We There's, want to see. Sorry, yeah. Ben. No, no. I was just saying, like, even from the last couple of weeks, uh, just gathering with um, other church. We gathered with a, another couple yeah. that leads a church, and they just they cry on their hearts. Um, in the city, they, they lead a church, and just for the fire of God to fall, and you can just see it upon that couple's life, you know. And that hunger it was just, again, it was just. Mm. I felt like there was an impartation that evening uh, to us, yeah. you know, just for an increase uh, of this hunger. And so even since then. There's been a just a sense of praying in the spirit more, praying in tongues um, more than I have in a long time. You know, for the last number of weeks, even even driving due to school, you know, the two of us pray in tongues together, and there's just an, an increase in in that hunger. Yeah, it's so good, a growing expectation and longing. I love mm. that in our hearts, and so I think for us, when we read Acts, when we read the New Testament. Um, the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the, the fullness of who God is and what that looks like on the earth, that's what we're longing to see. And mm. like Rob said at the beginning, there's a complete contentment and satisfaction just in our union with Jesus. And it's in this tension with the longing for more of, of what we know God to be and who he is and his miracles and signs and wonders that we want to see in our lifetime and we want to see in our community. And so that's what we're really longing for. Um, and for us, revival doesn't just look like having amazing church meetings in the four mm. walls of a building or in homes or wherever it may be where the Holy Spirit is poured out. For us, revival means seeing him bring things to life in every area of our lives, in our family, in relationships, in our businesses, in new ideas and, and new projects that we want to do. And, um, you know, the nature of God is to bring dead things alive, to bring broken things and make them whole to make ugly things beautiful, to take sad things and turn them to joy. Mm. That is the mm. essence of revival. And we want to see that, yes, in our church meetings and in our church community, in our prayer times, our worship times, our gatherings. We want to see that around our table. Mm. We want to see that in relationship, in business. We want to see that in all areas of our life, guys. And so there's a longing in the spirit and there's a longing in our hearts. And we're just trusting even in this moment that he's stirring that in you as well. So what does revival look like in all of those spheres? You know, it can't just be about us being the most excellent in our business, right? It has to be um, marked and defined by the Holy Spirit. And so as we look at contemplating just this uh, stirring up a, an increase of hunger inside of um, our community, and then what does that look like in terms of gatherings and um, just contemplating? We've been praying into this a lot over the last while um, the t us as a couple and with the leadership as to what the next season looks like, um, I just felt it's like it's an obvious to have to go. Let's go back to the the beginning. Go back to the the birthplace of the church, the day the church was birthed in in Acts, mm. when the Holy Spirit gets poured out. Because yeah. from that moment, everything changed, mm. and it's it, it's um, so that's why it's a cry for Holy Spirit. Let the fire of your spirit. Mm be poured out upon our community um, and we don't just pray for others friends it starts with us it starts with me I can only 
take responsibility for my heart and crying out to him and asking the spirit to be poured out with fire in my life, in my family. And you get the privilege of doing the same in your families, uh, in your business places, wherever you have influence. And so I wanted to look at, um, as I said, the birthplace of the, the church. So if we can go to, um, I want to turn us to Acts 2, if I can find it here, um, just to read um, what happened. You know, so Jesus has just said that he's going to, uh, he's going to be leaving, but wait for this gift. Um, can you imagine waiting for the gift that Jesus, now they know he's the risen one, he's the son of God, and he's like, wait, there's a gift coming. Don't leave Jerusalem until you get this. And, um, and then he commissions them to go out and you know, um, be his messengers. But then they wait. And then on that wonderful day of Pentecost, the Spirit gets poured out. Um, and, uh, Acts 2 verse 1. It says, on the day Pentecost was being fulfilled, all the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering that it was all anyone could do to be, what was all anyone could bear. Then, all at once, a pillar of fire appeared before their eyes. It separated into tongues of fire that engulfed each one of them. And I just, I love that, you know, it's that pillar of fire that then separated and landed on each one of them. You know, the pillar of fire in the Old Testament yeah. led the, led the, the Israelites uh, out of bondage into the promised land. And now in this moment, the, the Spirit of the Come Lord on. comes down and separates and each person gets like that pillar of fire that comes inside of them. And we, each one of us, have the Holy Spirit living within us. Uh, and the Holy Spirit is leading us out of bondage and into the promised land. Mm. Friends, we can do nothing without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. As I said, you know, Jesus had just given um, probably a, a quite a daunting task, telling these few guys, you're going to go to the ends, the furthest places of the earth, here, Jerusalem, Judea, but then to the uttermost parts, the furthest, most remote place, places of the world. You're going to go and be my messengers there. I mean, what a daunting task. Yeah. Um, like, you Impossible know, are, are we going to have to learn their languages? You know, um, it's like, is this the long play? I mean, it, it's just quite an impossible task. Yet in this moment, when the Holy Spirit gets poured out, the realization of that to some degree and a prophetic picture gets dis um, just happens just like that. Because after the Holy Spirit gets poured out and they start speaking in tongues and all of heaven breaks loose, right? <laughs> People are come from all over to see what is this racket? What is this chaos? Yeah. Uh, what is happening? And it says, you know, from, from all over, I mean, it says we are northeastern Iranians, northwestern Iranians, Elamites, those from Mesopotamia, Judea, East Central Asia, uh, Turkey, coastal areas of the Black Sea, Asia, Turkey, southern Turkey, Egypt, Libyans, etc. You know, visitors from all over the Roman Empire. In a moment, they get to hear the wonders of God yeah. mm. <laughs> just declared yeah. in their languages, yeah. right? So, friends, why I'm highlighting that is that we need the Holy Spirit. We cannot be impacting, as I said, and just being excellent um, citizens in Johannesburg in our businesses and our families, and it looks like kumbaya, and we've, it can't be just about 
uh, wise words, looking mm. good. Mm. Um, the only way that this can happen is if we get baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Mm. And the, most of you have, if not all of you, uh, we're speaking to other people here, but when the Holy Spirit takes over, uh, when you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, He's there, it's in you already. Mm. It's now a sense, and what today is as well, it's just another part of the, the journey where we're sparking that fan, uh, that, that spark, we're fanning it to flame. Yeah. Right? And so, even on that day, okay, this was Pentecost. Um, Peter then gets up and, um, filled with the Holy Spirit, speaks words. And what happens then? Um, it says in verse 2, uh, Acts 2.37, when they heard this, they were crushed and realized what they had done to Jesus. Okay? The same people of what, that have just done this to Jesus, uh, before, if Peter had got up and said these things, it would have been, they would have probably scoffed at him, maybe stoned him, maybe thrown him away. But now, filled with the Holy Spirit, everything changes. Wow. Deeply moved, they said to Peter and the other apostles, sure, what do we need to do, brothers? Friends, we want that in our communities where people don't come and just say, oh, you've got a lovely family, or they're like, no, no. Because the Holy Spirit cuts straight to their heart, what do we need to do, Rob, wow. for me to receive the salvation? Wow. Um, we need the yeah. Holy Spirit so much. It's not about hyping anything up. Yeah. It's not about, we want revival. It's about Him. It's mm. about Him leading. It's about His, mm. you know, being blown by His wind, being yeah. rushed by that Very river good. of His presence. Uh, fanning into flame that spirit yeah. that holy spirit in, inside of us and like you said we're mm. filled but he keeps filling that's what ephesians says it's like we are filled yeah. once but there's a continual mm. filling through our lives and so it's something that we just get to revel in it's literally that we get to enjoy yeah um it's up to him sure and so now everything changes when we get filled with the holy spirit um we're saying like as we start gathering again what does it look like um, exactly straight after that, the birthday of the church, it describes what the community of believers looked like. So I just thought it would be helpful for me to, to read through that and just to get a sense of what it was like for them um, just post the Holy Spirit being poured out. And 3,000 being added to their number that day. Hey? It was an explosion, 3,000. And I just love that Pentecost was a, it was a Jewish feast, and it was known as the Feast of the Harvest. Mm. And yet the Holy Spirit chooses to pour out on that day, the Feast of the Harvest, and there's a harvest. Mm. Friends, there's a harvest coming. It says in verse 42, Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. A deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. Friends, there's an awe that's about to come over us again as a community, as a church of Johannesburg of the world. Um, and we want many signs and wonders and miracles to be performed. All of the believers were in fellowship as one body. They shared with one another whatever they had, out of generosity, they even sold their assets to distribute the proceeds to those who were in need among them. Daily, they met together in the temple courts, temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. Friends, I'm wanting to, to stir up and encourage us to uh, not just get together and have wonderful coffees together, 
but to spend more times having communion just with that sense of awe and celebration i think the spirit is drawing us back to a daily celebration of him a daily um, sense of overflowing joy overflowing gratitude overflowing celebration and we do that why as i said in the beginning because of jesus and that's why we celebrate communion that's why we have communion not for some religious ritual but because we celebrate our oneness with him every day and that's what gives us our joy they shared meals together yay together with joyful hearts and tender humility they were continually filled with praises to god enjoying the favor of all the people and the lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life coming we're a, to life <laughs> we're about people coming to life yeah that needs to be the deepest cry of our hearts yeah. uh, people coming to life around us friends okay so we're going to talk a little bit about the, the structure, structure of the yeah. way forward so that's our heart and we trust that you've picked that up this morning with the holy spirit but we're looking at the weeks ahead in october november and so rob mentioned that that church community that gathered in homes was really the birthday it was the birth date of the church as the holy spirit was poured out and so as we look to start gathering in small groups again we felt the holy spirit lead us to that in the moment of rebirth in the mm. moment of restart that we would be meeting as home church gatherings just for the season it's not necessarily the way that we'll go forward we are being led by that pillar of cloud of fire inside of us i love this um quote from adam cox the new wineskin is not a way we form or gather as a church it is a family fully surrendered to the holy spirit hmm. Wonderful. Family, that's what we are. Yeah. Collective church, we are fully surrendered to the Holy Spirit. And so for this season, uh, just for the next weeks ahead, we are going to be gathering as small groups in homes on a Sunday morning. And as the situation unfolds, as he leads us forward, that may change. And we will keep you updated. And uh, yeah, share your thoughts and share your prayers and your feelings in the Holy Spirit with us as well. So we'll be gathering in homes um, to live life together, to worship together, just to bring our devotion to Jesus together on a Sunday morning. We'll be listening to the Sunday message. We'll be worshiping and praying together, having coffee and just living life on life together in those moments. And because we're constrained by how many numbers can gather together, you will be invited to a home church gathering by the home church leader uh, in this next week. So you'll receive a text message or a phone call asking you to specifically attend at a given open home for next Sunday and for the few weeks ahead. Mm. Um, those groups may very well change. They're just for now. We've allocated three different homes for those church meetings. And so you'll be invited to join one of those homes. And we'll see this unfold and emerge as the Holy Spirit leads us forward. Um, secondly, we want to be hosting some midweek gatherings over October and November. And we're going to send you messages and, and give you updates on that. Times to soak worship and pray for lengthier periods uh, with the Holy Spirit. And um, mm. we're excited about those. Those will be happening on a Wednesday evening and we'll send you those, those dates. Um, and then once a month, we're going to gather together as a whole church community. And for October, that looks like a picnic in an open space somewhere. And we'll send you those details where we can all get together, have a picnic and see each other face to face. And we're excited about that moment. We had such good times at, at Motherland when we gathered uh, in, mm -hmm. in August. And we just want to encourage you as well. Um, 
the Holy Spirit's on the move. If you have friends, if you have people that are not in church currently, who are lonely, who would want to come to one of those home church gatherings, invite them. It's a beautiful place to belong, to be known, to just share in what the Lord is doing with us together. He loves our city, guys. He loves Johannesburg. He loves the hearts, the people of Johannesburg. And so we're here to love on them as well and to serve them. And so we just want to put that out there um, mm. as to what he's doing at this time. And I think um, if you, some of our friends that are watching from afar and you think, oh no, it's going to be happening in homes now and we're not going to be able to participate, um, don't be upset. We are still going to be recording our, meet, uh, our messages. Yeah. And so that same message will go into each home every week. So we will still continue to broadcast our messages on a, on a Sunday. On um, Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook for those that are far off. If you're close please come to the, the homes. As I said, that, that's where community gets formed. Um, it's different when we're together face to face and we get to worship together mm. and the Spirit gets poured out. So just to encourage you to come to those spaces. Yeah. If you are not part of the collective church, um, as in when I send out on a Sunday morning, we're looking forward to seeing you later. If you're not getting those WhatsApps, it means you're not on the communication list. Uh, we're gonna put up a slide just now with our details. Um, maybe you are wanting to come in and be part of the, uh, those groups. Um, now, those, as Kirsty said, we're going to be sending that out by invitation just to control numbers. Um, and just as a starting point, uh, it's going to be fluid from thereafter. Um, but you're not going to be getting an invite if you're not on our list. So can I encourage you just to make contact with us um, as soon as you can um, early this week. Uh, just so that we can allocate you to um, to a home and we would love to welcome you in and have you part of that but you need to reach out to us if you're going to be on that list yeah so the slide will be up uh, after this uh, message with our email and and make contact mm. guys we love you we are so mm. excited for the new season mm. we'll see some of you in our home next week um, some of you will see at the picnic stay in touch the lord is doing something so powerful and so beautiful yeah and we get to together be part of this adventure with the holy spirit yes let yes. him have your yes he's got our yes Amen. it's so beautiful a family fully surrendered mm. we love you guys and enjoy the worship. Anton Rowe, I have got a set for us today. Thank so you, Anton Rowe. take time out and just soak in this worship. And yeah, we will see you in the flesh in a week. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. 